Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, so today I'm going to be talking about some extremely important things, uh, which is why I've titled it Extremely Important Information, because there's just some things, you know, if you're if we are obviously, in case you haven't realized, we are living in the final hour of time before the return of Jesus Christ. And, you know, you have to be aware of what's going on in in the world and also aware of what does God's word say that our position should be in this time and how we should react to the things that are going on in the world. Because understand that God is not ever taken by surprise by the things that are going on in the world. And he's given his church instructions and guidance so that we can continue to walk in victory. Because understand that no matter what goes on in the world, the, the body of Christ should never be defeated. Even though darkness, the you know the world is getting darker and darker, but the church is to be shining brighter and brighter. And so I just want to go through a few things that the Lord has really just been stirring in my own heart and you know reminding me of in in this time. There's so much craziness going on. There's so many voices. There's so many opinions. There's so much fear being pumped into people. And so, firstly. You know, the first thing that I did my last podcast on is something the Lord has been stirring in my heart, which is you have to eradicate fear out of your life. You have to grow a disgust for the spirit of fear. And so I'm not going to go back into all of that, but I encourage you to go listen to my last podcast if you didn't already, because obviously, as we can see, you know, the media, the world, the 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 many scientists, doctors, politicians, they're pumping fear into people and understand that when you're in fear, you 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 compromise on things that you would have would have not compromised on before. Fear is what is how the devil gains control of people is by putting them under a spirit of fear. So if you eradicate fear then you're free to serve the Lord. And that's why God said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear that puts you again into slavery, but I've given you a spirit of sonship. Because when, when that's why the Bible says in Romans 8 that the whole earth is groaning, what's going on in the world, all the, the crazy stuff happening in the world, the world and the earth are groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. The sons of God, those who are not walking in fear, they're not walking in a spirit of fear, but a spirit of adoption, the spirit of sonship that are walking in their identity in Christ. And so that's the first extremely important thing is that you have to eradicate fear and get a disgust in you that you're not going to tolerate fear because it probably will try to come. As long as we're on this earth, there are people who are going to try and pump fear in you, but you have to be alert and aware, sober minded and cautious at all times and be on guard against the enemy who roams around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. Because if he can get you in fear, he can gain access into your life. And so that's the first thing is eradicating fear. And so I encourage you to go listen to my last podcast if you haven't already um, on fear. And so the next thing I have like, I don't know, five or six things here. So the second thing here that the Lord has really been reminding me of is, and I want to get, I want to say this before I even get into all the other things, because, you know, obviously this podcast is geared toward, you know, mainly believers, people who are born again. And so something that you have to understand as a believer is that you cannot waste your time arguing with non-believers. 
it is absolutely pointless to argue political things, argue about the vaccine, argue about COVID, argue about the president with people that are not born again. Because you have what you have to understand that people that are not born again, Satan is their God. They are blinded. Okay. The Bible says that they are being blinded by the God of this world. So you're actually arguing with a person that has a veil over their eyes and they are actually living their life under a spirit of deception, under the spirit of the antichrist. That's this world's spirit. They are actually blinded by the God of this world. The father of lies is their father. If you're not born again, and as crazy as that sounds, even good people, even good people, if you're not born again, the Bible says that the, the, that Satan is your father and he's the father of lies. So, so it is an absolute waste of time to argue or talk about these things with a person that is, that has not been born again because they can't see things the way you see them. They, they are living in darkness. They have, and so that's why the only thing that you can do to help people is not try and convince them to agree with your ideology, not try to convince them to be more conservative, not try to convince them to get the vaccine or to not. The only thing that is going to help people is the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ so that they can be born again. Because once a person is truly born again and has an encounter with God, the Holy Spirit will guide them into all truth. And so a lot of people want to do the job of the Holy Spirit. And it's an absolute waste of time to argue with people that are non-believers, you know, on Facebook or whatever, or argue with family members that are not born again. The only thing that you can do to help them is to love them and to share the gospel because the gospel is the only thing that can break through the veil that has blinded the minds of those who can't see. Because really, and that's why Paul said, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it alone is the power of God. It is the only thing that carries power to open the eyes of those that are being blinded by the God of this world. So it's, it's, and that's why it's a total waste of time to try and fight racism, to try and fight, uh, sickness and disease with a political agenda or with a doctor, uh, like medical science or, or ideologies. It's a waste of time. And obviously what am I, I'm talking to born again people. If you believe in the gospel, you should understand that the gospel preaching Preaching the gospel is the only thing that you can do to help people. Protesting, political agendas, medical whatever, all that kind of stuff is is pointless. It's pointless because the root of the problems of this world are because of the devil. The devil is the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And the only way to break people out of the bondage of Satan is by the preaching of the gospel. The preaching of the gospel. It's not necessarily by patting people on the back and making them feel comfortable with where they're at. It's telling people the truth about the love of God and what Christ has done for them on the cross. And so that's the first thing I want to say. It's a total waste of time to argue with non-believers. And so obviously this, this podcast and everything I'm going to say is obviously geared towards people who have been born again and, and understand the Bible and believe the Bible. And so, so that's the second thing, not arguing with unbelievers. So this is the third thing that is extremely important that you cannot compromise. These are all things that you have to make a decision that you're not going to compromise on. This is the third thing, is the healing power of God. I, I, I don't even know where to start with this one, but you have to make a decision 
If you believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, then you might as well believe the whole Bible because the same price that was paid for your sin, Jesus took stripes on his back so that your body could be healed. And it says in Luke chapter five, and I encourage you to go read that, this story, but in Luke chapter five, it talks about that there were many religious people there. And it says that uh, Jesus was teaching and it says what the power of the Lord was present to heal. So when there is a gathering together of people to hear the word of God, the Bible says that the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And, And the religious people and you can read throughout the Gospels. I don't have time to get in all the, all the stories, but read in the Gospels. Religion always tries to keep sick people away from Jesus. And, you know, it talks about in Luke chapter five, a man that couldn't get to Jesus because of the crowds. And he wanted to get to where the healing power was. And he ripped a hole through the roof to get to where Jesus was to receive his healing. And so understand it. And obviously some people would say, well, that was Jesus, you know, but understand that Jesus said the same works that you see me do, you shall do. And also, and greater works than these. So everything that Jesus did, you understand that Jesus now lives on the inside of every single believer, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So when you meet together, when you come together and when you're a believer, you carry something that overrides sickness and disease, the power of the Lord, wherever you step foot, the power of the Lord is present to heal because Jesus Christ lives on the inside of you. If you are born again, Jesus lives on the inside of you. So the moment that you walk into a place, you can open up your mouth and say the, the power of the Lord is present to heal. And obviously that comes, that comes by faith. If you have to believe that that's true. And so, you know, and obviously it's not just Jesus because Peter, Peter gra- grabbed a hold of this revelation and it talks about in the book of Acts. I think it's in Acts five that, that Peter, as he was walking down the road, it says that all the, all that people were carrying the sick to where Peter was walking by so that perhaps his shadow might fall, might, might over, over, come over them and that they would be healed just by, just by Peter walking by. So what that means is that what Peter was carrying, what Peter, what was emanating from Peter was strong enough to overpower sickness and disease. You have to get it in your spirit that what you are carrying is more powerful than any sickness and any disease. Because, and I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I'll mention it again. There will be more plagues before, before Jesus returns, before the rapture of the church, there will be more plagues. And it's so important for the body of Christ to grab a hold of the revelation of the healing power of God that you carry on the inside of you, not just power to get healed, power to walk in divine health. And that when you walk into a place, there's something on you that drives out sickness and disease. And you have, you have to grab a hold of that. Extremely, extremely important. This is something that you have to make a decision that you're not going to compromise on. Because if, if you get in fear of sickness and disease, then the devil will control your life. He'll control the decisions you make. He'll control and stop you from fulfilling the assignment that God has given you. And so I'll probably do more podcasts on that, but I could go forever on that one. But so that's the third one. You cannot compromise the healing power of God. So this is the fourth one. 
you can't compromise on being committed to the house of God. Your commitment to the house of God. And when I say this, I don't at all mean this in a legalistic way. Like you feel like out of religious duty that you can't miss church or you have to be in every single service. What I'm talking about is not not a legalistic commitment to God's house, but a commitment to to the to the church that is that stems from a genuine encounter with God that you've had that Jesus Christ has changed your life to the point where where there is nothing that is going to stop you from being in church on a Sunday morning to give glory to the King of Kings and to worship Jesus, to worship God, to worship the one that has saved you and changed your life. So I'm talking about a commitment to God's house that's rooted in a genuine encounter with God. And, you know, I don't have time to get into all that, but I have a podcast called Encountering God, and I encourage you to go listen to it because you have to have an encounter with God. It's going to be very difficult to not compromise unless you've had a genuine encounter with God and you know that you know that we don't serve an idol. We don't serve a dead God, that you serve a living God and and that he's worthy. He's worthy of our wholehearted commitment. And, 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 you know, that's why Paul said, I'm a slave of Jesus Christ. Paul understood. I don't just do whatever I want. I have a master. I have a Lord. I've been bought. I have been purchased by someone named Jesus. He has purchased me with his blood. And I owe it to be in God's house, giving him glory and giving him praise. And so that's why it says in Hebrews 10, and we've all heard this scripture a lot in the past year, but it's so important. Do not forsake the assembling together of yourselves. Because, and and it says even more as you say the day of the Lord approaching. I mean, obviously the day of the Lord is approaching and the instructions that God has given us is to not forsake the assembling together of yourselves. And I'm not just talking about like, oh yeah, I go to church. I'm talking about a commitment. I'm talking about that there is a, there is a passion in you for the house of God that there, you should be the, uh, There should be something on the inside of you that it very much unsettles you that the thought of missing church. Because even, and and you know, that it really put something in me, even just the past year. You have to understand what's going on around the world, that, that your brothers and sisters in Christ in other nations are literally being thrown in prison and fined thousands of dollars for going to church. And in America, it's not to that point yet in America. We've had, a, we've had one pastor arrested, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, and thank God that he took a stand for the gospel. But, but it's like when your brothers and sisters in other nations are, are the price that they're paying to be in church, and then in America you have the freedom to be in church and you're, you're at home watching Netflix, or, you know, I'm just saying that, that understand. And I think about that. Think about that. You have a freedom in America to be in God's house and it should be your number one priority to not miss being in God's house because, you know, and I, won't, I, there's a lot more I could say, but just understand that commitment to God's house. And again, like I said, it's not out of legalism. It's not like you have to feel guilty if you have to miss a church service. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a commitment that's birthed from a passion for the things of God and a passion for the body of Christ, a passion for the gathering together of believers and understanding that there is an anointing that is present in corporate worship that cannot be replaced uh, with you being alone at your house and honoring that enough to be there. 
when the, when the church doors are open. So commitment to God's house and understand that, you know, the Bible says that those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. You want to flourish in the days that we're living in when, when there's so much chaos, there's so much crazy stuff going on. I'm telling you, if you make a decision that, that God's house is your priority, you will flourish. You will flourish in the midst of famine. You will flourish in the midst of, of darkness and in chaos. Those that are committed and planted in the house of God and have a reverence, have a reverence for the corporate anointing. Let me tell you, you will flourish and you, and you, you will shine when, when the world is in darkness. So that's the fourth, fourth one. Be, it's extremely important to be committed to the house of God out of a heart of love for God's house. This is the next one. And this is something, this next one is something the Lord has really, I don't know, been stirring in me that I hadn't really thought too much about before, but the Lord has really been stirring in me the importance in this hour that we are living in to be a person of integrity, integrity, because one of the main things that marks the final hour of time, if you study Bible prophecy, and if you look at Matthew 24, where Jesus talks about the beginning of sorrows, which we're in that right now, the times right before the rapture of the church is called the beginning of sorrows. And one of the main things that's going to mark this entire time period is something called a spirit of deception, deception, because, you know, it says that many people will be deceived. And so deception is like one and the same with, with lying. It's, it's, a, it's a lying spirit. It's, it's false. It's, it's something of false. And obviously Jesus, Jesus is the truth. Jesus came to bring grace and truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So, so you being a person of integrity is, is you making a decision to be hooked in with the spirit of truth and not being hooked in with the spirit of deception. And I want to read this scripture. Proverbs 12, 22 says that lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Another version says they are extremely disgusting to the Lord, lying lips. But those who act faithfully are his delight. You know, being a person of integrity is being a person of your word, that when you say something, you carry it through. Because if you don't even respect your own word, if your own word doesn't even carry weight, then you're not going to have much respect for the word of God. Because God's word is forever settled in heaven. One of the main characteristics of God is his integrity, that he's not a man that he should lie. And that when he speaks something, he carries it through and that he's utterly faithful and, and, and truthful. That's one of the main characteristics of God. And so it's important that you make a decision to be a person of integrity, that when you say something, that you carry it through. And that you're not a person that, that lives in secretive sin. Because, and I do believe, the Lord was showing me this too, the connection with the spirit of fear and being a, living in secret sin. Because if the devil can get you in fear, People start doing things that they normally wouldn't do. They start committing sins in secret that they normally wouldn't because they're in fear. You know, like, like stealing or telling lies because they're in fear. And they start trying to cover up their sin. And, you know, it's, it's a vicious cycle. So understand that it's important to make a decision that you're going to be hooked in with the spirit of truth and that you're going to be a person of integrity. And, and as you're a person of your word, it puts something in you that you have more honor for the word of God. And, and it's a reflection to the world that when, that when you say something, 
you carry it through and you're a person of your word. It's a reflection of the God that you serve, that you serve a God that's faithful, a God that doesn't go back on his word. And, and then a God that has said that he will bless you, that no matter what goes on in the world, he's going to, he's able to perform his word and that he's going to carry it through. And so be a person of your word. That's going to be a safeguard of you falling into a spirit of deception because many will be deceived. Even those that claim to be part of the body of Christ, people that sit in church will be deceived in this hour. So be on guard, be on guard by being a person of integrity, that you're hooked into the spirit of truth and that you don't allow for secret sin in your life. Expose everything. If you made a mistake, go ahead and tell somebody about it. Put everything in the light. I'm not talking about posting about it on Facebook, but I'm talking about someone you trust, letting it into the light, confess your sins to one another so that you can be healed and forgiven. So, you know, it's important to be a person of integrity. Get rid of secret sin. (laughs) Get rid of secret sin because sin and lying will destroy your life. Sin and lying and and being around people that lie and have a light regard of what they say will will destroy your life. So that's that's one right there. Integrity. Be a person of integrity. And this this is the last one that I have here. Uh, Extremely important. You have to understand the dominion of the church in this time, because obviously there are Christians that side more with the stance of, well, the rapture is about to happen and we just focus. And obviously you keep your focus on, on in heaven, your hope that is set before you, the things that are unseen in the, in the world that's to come. Yes. But, I, but you know, you can't just be so so focused on Lord, save me, get me out of here because, because Jesus gave instructions to occupy till he comes, occupy and have dominion until he comes. So yes, we're looking forward to heaven. Yes. We're looking forward to the rapture. Yes. We're, we're excited to, for the millennial reign of Christ when we will rule and reign with him here on this earth for a thousand years. But While you're here on this earth, it's important that you understand the dominion of the church because yes, things are going to get worse in the world. There will be more plagues. There will be, and and, you know, that's why Jesus said, these things are like birth pains. They're going to get more intense and more frequent as the coming of the Lord draws closer and closer. So you're not praying that all the bad stuff in the world is going to stop because it's not going to. Because things are going to continue to get worse in the world. But you do have to understand that you... Understand that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places far above all principalities and rulers. And so understand that there are wicked spirits running the governments of this world. And and you have to understand that. And I don't have time to get into all the theology of that. But an example in the book of Daniel, he says that the, the spirit prince of Persia So he talks about how basically there was a wicked spirit actually ruling the land of Persia. Even though there was a king, he uses people, but there are wicked spirits in high places that are controlling things on this earth. Satan is the God of this world. So, and again, that's, that's a, you know, for another podcast, but understand that those that are seated with Christ are actually far above even the highest wicked spirit, whatever, that's, that's ruling the planet. You have dominion. As long as you are here on this earth, you have dominion and you don't have to be controlled by, by the wicked things in this world. And, and understand that there will be persecution. Jesus said, you will be persecuted. 
You will be killed. You will be thrown into prison for my name's sake. So there will be persecution. There will be suffering. But understand that that doesn't nullify the promises of God in your life. God is still able to carry out his promises in your life. You, ha- you still have dominion to walk in victory while you're here on this earth, regardless of what's going on in your nation, regardless of what goes on around you, you still have dominion. You are seated far above and you have to get that in your spirit. Otherwise, you'll be a sad Christian. You'll feel like a sad, helpless Christian that is just has to succumb to what's going on in this hour and we're just oh we're just waiting for the rapture no occupy till he comes because the holy ghost will give you a plan to succeed and prosper even in this hour there's always a way forward with god there's always a plan to move forward and to prosper with god and there will be persecution yes but that doesn't mean that you can't take ground for the kingdom of god and continue to do what god's called you to do and do it successfully because he said the bible says that if you meditate in my word day and night you will make your way successful that the, the you know and that scripture scriptures like that they don't just go away because oh well it's the final hour we're just waiting for the rapture the world is falling apart the antichrist is taking over God's word is still true. And that's why I love that scripture that says that we have these great and precious promises so that through them, we can escape the corruption of this world. The promises of God are so that you can escape the corruption of this world and you can live your life above it, above the corruption of this world. Why? Ultimately, so that you don't have to be stopped from doing your assignment because there are souls to be one. The whole reason that Jesus hasn't come back yet is because he's being patient, willing that none will perish, but that all will come to repentance. And he says in Matthew 24, he's waiting for the gospel to be preached to every nation. So the whole point that you need to be living above what's going on in the world and living in in dominion and occupying, the whole reason for that is because you need to be fulfilling your assignment for the sake of the loss, for the sake of the harvest of souls. And obviously for the glory of God so that God is glorified because Jesus is not coming back for a weak church. Jesus is not coming back for a church that is scared of sickness and disease when he already took stripes on his back to free us from the curse of sickness and disease. Jesus is coming back for a church that is glorious. And I can't I can't get into all that, but I do. I did write a book on the glorious church that Jesus is coming back for. So if you haven't read it, I encourage you to get it from Amazon or get the ebook from Apple Books and and read it because it's, and it's something the Lord gave me before COVID because before, obviously you didn't, we didn't even know about COVID. It's something the Lord spoke to me in January of 2020 about, about his plan for the church in this hour. And his plan for the church doesn't change because of what's going on in the world. His plan is still to to glorify the church, that the church would enter in to the fullness. I'm talking no spot, no wrinkle, no blemish. Jesus is coming back for a glorious church that is walking in dominion and power and fulfilling, fulfilling their God-given assignment. And I have podcasts that I've done too on running with vision and getting a vision from God because the Bible says that where there is no vision, people break ranks or cast off restraint. And so 
part of being part of this hour and being in the glorious church is that you know your position and that you're fulfilling your assignment. You can't do everything. And you, if you're not called into the ministry, then you're called to strip money out of the, the hands of the wicked, bring it into the body of Christ for the funding of the end time harvest to send someone on your behalf. And so it's important to understand your position in this hour as part of the church. Understand your dominion. Understand the things that you need to be on guard against. And so I would encourage you, man, study, read your Bible. That, okay, this is a bonus one. I wasn't even going to add this one. This is the last thing that is extremely important to understand and to not compromise on. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible every day. Because let me tell you, if the devil can get you away from your Bible, he can easily deceive you. And the spirit of deception is going to be rampant in this hour. And God, and there are even going to be many false prophets. Jesus said it in Matthew 24. There will be many false prophets who will lead people astray. And they will even use scripture and twist it and take it out of context and deceive people. You must read your Bible through the lens of the Holy Ghost. Pray in tongues and read your Bible every single day. And you will, you will be safe from the spirit of deception. Make a decision to be in God's house, to read your Bible every day, to, 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 to stand for the healing power of God, to be a person of integrity, and to walk in dominion in your God-given assignment. And as you do that, God is going to be glorified. And I believe that you're going to be part of the end-time army that's going to bring, that's going to bring so much glory to God. It's going to bring so much glory to God and you're going to be a part of that and you're not going to miss out on one thing that God has for you in this hour in the mighty name of Jesus. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.